blessed us with. I uh, want to thank uh, Brother Billy Dan for supplying those turkeys and was talking to him this morning and uh, thanking him again. Let's be praying for him. Ask the Lord to give him a transfer to this area, make things better on him, better uh, for his business and all, and uh, just need the Lord to work in that situation. want to remind you uh, that there is a Sunday school drive that is going on. And this is amongst the uh, Sunday school classes and uh, for the children. And we've done this last year at the banquet, the Sunday school banquet. And there is a bank on the welcoming desk. And that money that you put in that bank goes to uh, the uh, Sunday school uh, child that brings the most visitors through the year. Now, to this point, Sister Riley uh, Martinez is leading that competition, and uh, we are thankful for the work that she has been doing. There's many more that's had guests, but she has the most. And so um, we have promised a generous offering for that. So after service, when you're done with service, there's an offering pan setting up here. I'm going to ask you to come give in that offering, and that will go uh, to that bank. Now, we promised them $2,000 to the one who brings the most to, to Sunday school. So we need some help reaching that goal. We got quite a bit, and the year's growing uh, uh, late on us. Who would have thunk it? It is almost December 2015. I thought for sure the Lord would have come by now. How many thought he'd have come by now? Amen. I, I, I thought he was, he was coming a long time ago, but he hasn't got here yet. 2015 is just about to pass. I never thought I'd live to be this old. I never thought this old was this young. <laughs> I can remember uh, my mom and daddy celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary, and uh, they were ancient of days. They had one foot in the grave and the other fastly slipping in. And uh, in December, December the 14th, my wife and I will celebrate 24 years. We just must have started a lot younger in life than what they did. But... I, I was looking this morning in my office, and I have, I was walking around my office actually praying, and I got distracted, and I was starting to look at uh, a picture of my family, and uh, I was looking at, I looked on there, and it said, uh, I think it said 2009 is when that picture was taken. I remember at that point, my, my wife, my family says we need to update our picture. I said, never. It's going to stay frozen just like that. And I, I remembered in my mind, my, my daddy had a, a family. We had our family picture made. And uh, he had it hanging in the vestibule of the church. And uh, it was made in like, I don't know, it must have been 78, 79, somewhere in there. He never would have another one made. I never did understand that. But this morning I got a revelation looking at that picture. 
I know exactly why he never would have another one made. When I looked at that picture and then I walked and I looked in the mirror, I understood the reason why he wouldn't have it made. But anyway, there was a guy, there was a guy that came to church one night from another church was visiting and uh, he was standing there. Everybody walked by him and he was standing there and he had his hand propped up under his chin and he was looking at that picture. And he had stepped around the corner and he had looked at my daddy and he had stepped back and he had looked at that picture and he had stepped back and he had looked at my daddy. So he walked up to him and he said, Brother Looper, how long ago was that picture made? He said, I think 78 or 79. This was like uh, 1990. And um, he looked at the picture and he looked at him again. He said, that's the same necktie. He said, there's not anything wrong with it, is there? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so, so pictures will tell off on you. You ever looked at a picture and say, that don't look like me? Sad to say, but it does look like you. Amen. So let's remember that and help these Sunday. I don't know how I got off on all of that talking about Sunday school drive, but... Remember that at the conclusion of service, uh, drop something in the plate or put something in the, in the uh, bank on the welcoming desk. Um, this, this Wednesday night, we're going to start something a little different. We've had Brother Atkins and his family here, and uh, we have so enjoyed them being with us. Amen. He told me he is going to be listening this morning, so why don't we just let him know how much we enjoyed them being with us while they were here. I told him, I told him, I said, after this morning, they'll be chanting your name, Brother Atkins, so you want to be listening. But I'm going to start a new series on Wednesday night of doctrinal teaching. We're going to go over some doctrinal issues uh, for the next few Wednesday nights. I encourage you to bring your Bible to Bible study. It's going to be s slower than what it has been. And uh, I'm not going to be lengthy, but we're going to take some time uh, just teaching some things, some different issues that I feel like it is very important. Well, I don't feel like. I know that is very important to our survival and living for God. If we are not very careful, this becomes a way of life. And it's not something that we really are sold out and believing in. Amen. Amen. I, I asked Brother, Brother Stoltz, who's has connections uh, with his family and stuff. I don't believe that he ever was, but his family uh, grew up in the Amish community and were Amish people. I've asked and I've asked different people, what, what type of religion is that? What is their religion? And really it's not religion, it's just a way of life. And if we're not very careful... This becomes just a way of life to us and not something that we are totally sold out and believing in and believing that it's heaven or hell. Amen. I'm doing this because I love God, number one. 
Number two is I don't want to be lost. Amen. Amen. So that's what will be going on for the next few Wednesday nights. I believe, I believe this week is um, the parade and the festivities that they have downtown Silsby. After that, we always have a party. So after the party parade will be held here at the gym this year, uh, there'll be more information on that tonight. You'll need to see Sister Angela to know what to bring for that. So everyone is welcome to come to the gym. We'll have food, games, activities at the gym. Everyone, young, old, middle-aged alike, is all welcome to come. We'll have a great time. There is some sign-up sheets here. A lot of people has already signed up for adults and youth. These are for praise singers, the ones that will be starting off service. If you are interested in having your name on this list to be in part of the rotation, please come up after church and sign this list. We'll be taking them up and then contacting everyone after this weekend. So please do that. Young people, and it doesn't matter what age you are, if you want to sing, Come on, we're going we're gonna to sing praises unto the Lord. And we're going to have a great time doing it. I do feel something, a little something on my heart this morning I'd like to share with you. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number 10. Verse number 10. We want to say again, thank God for giving us all a safe holiday we were traveling back yesterday, and uh, Interstate 10 from San Antonio to Houston was kind of like a parking lot, more than like a interstate. And we want to thank God for keeping all of us safe. We have traveled somewhere around 1,400 miles since we were in church here last, and uh, the Lord has let us do that without any kind of problems, and thank God for that. I was telling my wife uh, yesterday evening coming in, I said, man, I am so ready to get back to church. Man, church is my life. When I miss church, I miss part of my life. It's good to be in church. We were listening Sunday morning and Sunday night. Sound like you were having a great time in the Lord and uh, thankful for the blessings of God. Verse number 10. Chapter number 6, verse number 10, the book of Ephesians. And we're going to read, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now it says that we are wrestling and we are fighting against the rulers of the darkness of this world. This world is a dark place. Amen. Just this week, a, a shooter went on the rampage again in Colorado Springs killing innocent people. For no particular reason at all. I was reading the news. A gang member took the son of another gang members in an alley. A nine-year-old boy put a gun to his head. 
and took his life just because he was angry with the gang that his father was a member of, or the leader of. This is a dark world. Spiritual wickedness. And then it says, spiritual wickedness in high places. In high places. You're never going to get so spiritual that you're not going to fight against wickedness. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance, and supplication for all saints. I apologize for a lengthy reading. You may be seated. I want to talk to us for a few moments this morning. I don't know if I'll be preaching, talking, teaching, or what, whatever you would call it. But I want to talk to you for a few moments about, from this subject, it's not quitting time yet. It is not quitting time yet. How many has to go and work a, a period of time at a job? You have five to five, or eight to five or different hours, but you, you go in and you know a set time that you're going to check in and a set time you're going to check out. Anybody do that? <coughs> okay. But there is, there is clock watching that goes on. You ever get there and you just really wish you were somewhere else and you're watching the clock and it seems like the clock is ticking extremely slow pace and seconds seem more like minutes and minutes seem more like hours and, and it seems like it takes it forever to get to that, that time of quitting. We've all been there. We've all faced that. Uh, there is a saying that goes on that for those who like the five o'clock hour, it's five o'clock somewhere. No matter what time. Somebody ought to write a song about that. <clears throat> it's five o'clock somewhere. Kind of inspired myself there. But <clears throat> no matter... No matter what time it is in your life, it's maybe quitting time for somebody else. But eventually, eventually, that time will get there. If we are not very careful in serving God, we, we sometimes think, and I, I have, as I was saying a while ago, my mind thinking in this direction that that we thought a long time ago 
God would have already come back for His church. As we read the news, as we look at the newspaper, we listen to the radio, we hear the tragedies that are going on across the world. Not only in remote parts of the world, but even in this country. The answer for the dangers that are happening is with gun violence is gun control. That's what they say. Because all criminals obey the law. So you know if it was against the law, no criminals would have guns. We know, we know that for a fact because there's never any gun violence that goes on in Chicago. Just about the tune of 25 on a weekend basis. But anyway, that's, that's the answer. So much, so much violence. What we need is more laws. What we need is more control. What we need is, is, uh, stricter enforcements on people's life. That's not what we need. What we need is God. What we need is to put God back in the home where we have taken God out of. What we need to do is not allow God to become offensive to us, but allow God to become part of us. Amen. 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 When you take God out of lives, you have chaos in lives. When you take God out of homes, you have divorce in homes. When you take God out of homes, you have rebellious children in homes. Amen. What has happened in society is we have turned our lives over to entertainment to take care of us. An entertainment to lead us, an entertainment to guide us, and we are telling Hollywood, tell us what we need to do. When you allow yourself to be entertained by violence, by drunkenness, by drug use and drug abuse, that's what it produces in society today. Amen. We have taken God out and replaced God with entertainment sources. That's not what we need today. Amen. As we look at the chaos and the things that are going on in this world, we look and we say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Surely it can't be much longer. Surely there is an end to this chaos. Surely there is an end to this life. And I want to tell you today, I don't know when Jesus is coming back. But I do know this. He gave us some directions to look to. And He told us some things that was going to be going on. And some things that was going to be happening. He said they'll be eating. They'll be drinking. They'll be marrying. They'll be giving in marriage. There'll be earthquakes. There'll be wars. There'll be rumors of wars. And when you see these things coming, and you see these things taking place, Amen. Look up because your redemption draweth nigh. 
Does the things of the world discourage me? Oh, it makes me upset. I wished it was not happening, but it does not make me want to quit. It makes me want to go on. Amen. It does not make me discouraged, but it makes me look up. Because there is a brighter day coming. There is a better day coming. There is something better that God has to offer for His church. Amen. 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 There is better. I know, I know Sunday is good. And we sing the song, every day will be Sunday by and by. I know it's good to come to church and worship God and to magnify God, but it's not anything like heaven's going to be. Amen. I've been to some beautiful places. I've seen some beautiful sights, but it's not anything like heaven's going to be. Amen. Heaven is so great that the Apostle Paul said, I've seen things that it's not even lawful for me to write down. You would think I had lost my mind that I'd fell off of my rocker if I begin to tell you about the glory and the beauty that has been prepared and it has been prepared for your saints. Amen. Jesus said that I go away to prepare a place for you. It's prepared for me. It's prepared for you. There's a brighter day. There's a better day. There's a glorious place. There's a wonderful place. Heaven's going to be great. Heaven's going to be grand. And I'm going to go there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When we talk about the beauty and the glory of heaven, and the beauty and the glory of not only heaven, but the streets of gold is not what I'm going to see. Amen. The mansion that He has prepared for me is not what I'm going to look at. Amen. My mom and my dad and my brother and my grandma and my grandpa that's went on before me. Oh yes, it'll be great to have a reunion, but that's not what I'm going to be looking for. But when I step through those gates, I'm going to fall at the feet of Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. No need for the sun. No need for the lights. Amen. Because He is the light of that great city. Hallelujah. 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 But in the meantime, life is going on. How many knows anything about life? Life is going on. How many is going through life? Life can be rough. Life can be tough. Life can throw you things that you was not expecting. Life can send trouble that you did not plan for. Amen. How many has tried to work with the budget? You got an unlimited amount of supplies, meaning greenbacks, meaning bills, meaning paycheck. You got a limited supply of money. And then you've got it all designated to the places that it's going to go. So much for groceries, so much for gas. 
So much for car payments. So much for insurance. (laughs) Should we go on? So much for my wife's spending habits. So much for our hunting trips. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus. So much for knives. So much for guns. So much for this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then all of a sudden, a bill comes out of nowhere. Anybody ever had that to happen? All of a sudden, you look in the mail and it's, I wasn't expecting that. And it throws chaos into your budget. And it messes up your budget. That's the way life is. Life is going smooth. I've had my prayer meeting. I've been to church. I'm living right with God. I'm serving God. And then all of a sudden life happens. I have a wreck. I have a flat. I get sick. My children won't do right. Life happens. And it throws chaos into your perfect life. And the devil says, it's quitting time. You might as well throw in the towel. Everything is going good. You come out of a red hot Sunday night service. Man, Monday morning you're walking on cloud nine. Tuesday the devil throws you a curve. And you fall into temptation. And you take the bait. And you stumble and you fall. And you come to church Wednesday night with your head hung low because you have disappointed yourself. Because life happens. And the devil starts telling you in your ear, quit. Just quit. Don't go to church. Don't even try because you're a failure. You're a mistake. You shouldn't be trying anyway. You can't do it. You'll never survive. You'll never make it. You'll never be victorious. This is the story of your life. You're always going to stumble. You've always been a mistake. You've always been a failure. You've always had trouble. You always come up short. You never could make your goal. You never could be successful. You're a loser. You're a quitter. You might as well throw in the towel. But I want to tell somebody today, it's not quitting time yet. I said it's not quitting time yet. It's not quitting time yet. I don't care how young. I don't care how old. I don't care if you're in the middle age slot. Are you somewhere in between all those who have a place and a position? It's not time to quit. But we must continue on. We must fight on. We must press on. We must walk on. We must march on. We must continue on. We cannot quit. Amen. Amen. I don't know when the end is going to be, but the end is near. I don't know when He's going to say, well done. But until He says, well done, I cannot quit. 
I cannot stop. I cannot fail. There is no other options. There is no other way to go. There's nothing to turn back to. I burn every bridge. Amen. And my servant God, have I failed? Yes, I have failed. I am human. Have I made mistakes? Yes, I have made mistakes. I am human. Amen. But when I look behind me, there's nothing that I want to go back to, but I want to keep looking forward. I want to keep moving forward. I want to keep going forward because what lies ahead is better than what's back behind me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not quitting time yet. It's not five o'clock checkout time yet. Amen. I'm reminded of history that tells us about Chief Joseph. Chief Joseph was a great warrior. He was a mighty warrior that was leading a band of his warriors to freedom. They started on their journey headed to freedom. And they marched through the snow. They traveled the rough road. They fought on every hand. They fought to survive. They fought for their food. They fought for their clothing. They fought for warmth in the snow, in the mud, in the rain. It seemed like every day was a battle, but they were headed somewhere. They had a goal in mind. They had somewhere they were looking to. I'm headed to freedom. I'm headed to freedom. Amen. I want to tell you there's no freedom in sin. There's no freedom in this world. There's no freedom in the things of this world. It's bondage. Alcoholism is bondage. Drug addict is bondage. Amen. Cigarettes is bondage. But there's freedom in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Headed to freedom. But on their way to freedom, he began to lose warriors to war, to starvation, to freezing conditions, to whereby one by one they would fall by the wayside. Some wanted to continue to fight, but some wanted to throw in the towel. Some said, come on, Chief Joseph, let's keep marching to freedom. Amen. But there, there was some that says, it's time to quit. We can't go alone. We can't make this journey. Now, they didn't have the GPS system. And they didn't know just how close they were to freedom. But Chief Joseph stood up and he said, from where the sun now stands, I will fight no more from this day forward. Not knowing that he was only 40 miles to freedom. 40 miles to be set free. 40 miles from the border. But then he stands not knowing. I come to tell somebody today the end is near. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for His church. He's coming back for us. He didn't leave us. He's not forsaken us. He's not told us a lie, but what He has told us is a truth. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Keep fighting.
fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. It's not quitting time. Hallelujah. It's just not time to quit. It's just not time to throw in the towel. It's not time to fail. It's not time to stop. Well, life happens. But when life is happening, I know a God and I serve a God that's bigger than life. Amen. When trouble comes, I serve a God that's bigger than my trouble. Amen. When mistake and failure seems to be all around me and I've discouraged myself. Amen. I've disappointed myself. Amen. I know a God that's still bigger than my disappointment. I know a God that's still greater than my failure. It might be five o'clock somewhere, but it's not five o'clock in my life. It might be quitting time somewhere, but it's not quitting time in my life. Amen. It doesn't matter how high you go or how low you go. The Apostle Paul said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. When you feel like that you have reached the pinnacle of your walk with God, and you feel like That you have just walked across the grand Tetons of spirituality with God. You feel like Moses that you've been on the mountain with God. Moses was on the mountain with God day and night. What was it for 40 days? Come down with the Ten Commandments. And he was so angry at the people and the children of God till he threw down what God had written and broke every commandment at once. Now think about it. Moses, the wonderful Moses, the wonderful leader, the meek, the mild, the mannerly one, in his anger, crashed the stones that God had given him with the commandments on them. How do you think he felt when those stones were laying there, broken? Something that was never replaced like it was done before. When God rewrote those commandments, it was different. He'd done it in a different way. I'm sure when he looked at the children of Israel, he said, I've been a failure. And now I look at the mess that I've made out of something that God has entrusted in my hands. Now, it would have been simple to say, I quit. 
I quit leading this stiff-necked, rebellious people. And turned around and walked off and left them in the wilderness. But no, it was not quitting time. Spiritual wickedness in high places. When you're on the pinnacle with God does not mean that you will not be tempted. Now think about this. I'm talking to you this morning. People get to the place that they say, if I was in the spiritual place that I needed to be with God, this would not bother me anymore. If I was, if I was where, if I was so close to God, I would never be tempted anymore. Now explain this to me. The Apostle Paul prayed thrice that his thorn in the flesh would be removed. But God did not remove his thorn in the flesh. But he said, in your weakness, I am made strong. It's not in your ability, Paul. It's not in the revelations that you've got. It's not in the things that you have seen. Don't ever forget, it's not in the words that you have written. It's not in you, but it's in me. When you are weak, I am made strong. My grace is sufficient. Can I tell somebody today that stumbled along the way, the grace of God is sufficient enough to get you back on your feet again? The grace of God is strong enough to lift you back up again. The grace of God is great enough to pick you back up and help you walk again. When a young child is learning to walk, they fall, they stumble. They skin their, their arms, their elbows, sometimes their head, their nose, trying to learn how to walk. But when they stumble, we don't look at them and say, you stupid little idiots, you'll never learn how to walk. You are retarded. Something is wrong with you. You're messed up in the head because you can't walk. No, we pick them back up again. And say, okay, now come to daddy. Come on, come on, turn loose. Come to daddy. Come on, come to mama. Come on, come. Oh, come to papa. <laughs> Woo, that must have been the Lord right there. Praise God. <laughs> come on now, you can do it next time. What do you think your Savior that went to Calvary and stretched His arms wide and said, Put 
the nail right there. Put them in my feet. Put a crown on my head. Put a spear in my side. He's not there to cast you down. He's not there to tell you that you're a failure. But He's there to pick you up and say, Come on, walk to daddy. Come on, walk to daddy. Come on, you're going to do better next time. Woo! You're going to make it next time. You're going to be victorious next time. Hallelujah. You've got to have on the armor of God. Amen. We're trying to fight this battle without armor. We try to fight the battle without the things that God has given us to succeed, to be victorious. He said, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, what's the next word? Just keep on standing. When you've done all you can to stand, just grab a hold of the anchor that is secure. Grab a hold of the anchor that will not fail. Grab a hold of the anchor that will not give. And just keep on standing, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Not some of the fiery darts of the wicked, but all the fiery darts of the wicked. Every single one of them. Everything that the devil throws at you, you can make it. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. The Word of God tells us that we are more than conquerors through the blood of Jesus Christ. You'd say, I can't. Amen. The devil says you will never do it. But God says, I can. And when God is with me, who can be against me? And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication of the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Perseverance. Amen. Amen. Just keep on hanging in there. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't fail. Don't stop. Don't throw in the towel. It's not quitting time yet. Amen. He hasn't come back. You say, oh, when do I get to knock off of this job? When do I get to quit this job? Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 9 and verse 26 says, I therefore run, so run, not as one of uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to others I myself should become a castaway like the apostle Paul did 
I just keep on a walking. Amen. I just keep on a fighting. I just keep on a making it. I just keep on a struggling. I keep on a keeping on. I'm going to work until I hear him say, well done. I'm going to fight until he says, come home. There's nothing behind me that's worth turning back to. Hallelujah. 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 It's not quitting time. What did you come to say this morning? I come to say to this church, I come to say to some saint of God, I come to say to someone who may not be filled with the Holy Ghost this morning, you may not have ever been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you are contemplating, what shall I do? What if I stumble? What if I fall? What if I, what if I crumble along life's journey of trying to live for God? What if I'm a failure? I want to tell you this. What if God has called you to a great victory in serving Him? Amen. You can't look at it like, what if? Amen. But you gotta tell the devil, I'm getting in this to stay. Amen. I'm not getting in this to back out on the first problem or the first mistake or the first failure or the first bump in the road. But I'm in this for the long haul. I'm making a commitment to God. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's just not quitting time. It's not quitting time. It's not quitting time. I want you this morning to be honest with yourself and to God. I want you to just close your eyes. I want you to think back over the last few months of your life. Has there been a time where the devil has said, you just might as well quit? You might as well throw in the towel. You might as well give up the fight. I come to declare war on the devil and let you know and the devil know. It's just not quitting time yet. You need to look the devil square in his old ugly, nasty, stinky breath and say, devil, you're a liar. You even said I couldn't get the Holy Ghost. You even said it wasn't for me. And you was lying then. And when you tell me I can't make it, you're still a bald-faced, ugly, nasty, stinking liar. And I claim to declare, I come to claim and declare war against you. I'm gonna keep on keeping on. I'm just gonna keep on keeping on. You just gotta keep on walking through the mud. Some of you is a lot closer to victory than you even realize. Some of you is a lot closer to your reward than you even realize. Just 40 miles to freedom. And he stands and makes one of the saddest speeches of all time.
from where the sun now stands, I will fight no more. But somebody needs to look the devil in the face and say, from where the sun now stands, let it be declared today that I'm going to continue to fight. I've got a new lease on life. And I'm going to continue to war against you. You can fight against me if you want to, devil. But I want you to know that you're going to know that you're in a fight. I'm not giving up easy. I'm not quitting. I'm not going to fail. But I'm going to make it. Let's all stand. Somebody lift your hands and lift your voice to the Lord right now. Throw your head in the air. I got a made up mind, devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can make it. You can make it. Some of you is looking for a sign from God. Can I live this life? Yes, you can. Some of you is looking for a sign from God. Does God love me? Yes, He does. Somebody's looking for a sign from God. Can I make it? Yes, you can make it. It's just not time to quit. I wonder if there's somebody would like to step out from where you're standing. Make your way to this front. Lift your hands toward heaven. And say, God, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Sickness will not discourage me. Failure will not discourage me. Mistakes will not stop me. I'm going to go back to the church and I'm going to pray again. I'm going to go back to the church and I'm going to worship again. I'm going to go back to the church and I'm going to speak in tongues again. Because it's just not time to quit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody, somebody worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Somebody worship the Lord right now. Somebody make some new commitments, new promises to God right now. I'm going to make it. 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 I'm not about to stop. I'm not about to quit. I want to tell you, God's got something good for you today. God's got a blessing for you today. God's got help for you today. The Holy Ghost is for you. Through it all, I'm going to make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm just trusting in Him. I'm just gonna trust in Him. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost! I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. It's not quitting time. It's not time to quit. It's not time to stop. It's not time to throw in the towel.